Welcome to Terminal Value. So everything I do here at Terminal Value is based around one big question, and that is how do growth-oriented people transform their business and their life to achieve world-class levels of value in everything they do? That is the question, and I am here to bring you the answers. My name is Doug Utberg, and this is Terminal Value. I publish new podcast episodes five times per week. So make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any content. And also make sure to follow me on social. You can just look for the Doug Utberg handle. Please comment and let me know your thoughts. I'm looking forward to working together so that we can make your life amazing. Welcome to the hey, Terminal Value Podcast. We have Tom Mays with us today. And what we're going to be talking about is what no Tom likes to call a PhD in the school of hard knocks. Tom actually runs four businesses that, of course, are interrelated. But he's actually had an amazing journey of kind of going through successes, failures, fits, and starts and in, in, into getting where he's at right now. And it'll be a really good conversation about that ascent toward world class because it's not always just a point A to point B straight line. In a lot of cases, there's quite a few. Exactly. Anyway, Tom, please introduce yourself and don't let me talk too much. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the show, Doug. Greatly appreciate it. Love your podcast. So yeah, just quickly, just super quickly go over the four companies and then we can dive into some questions. The first off being Squadra Capital. It's a commodity and currency traded fund. The second business is Alteza Capital. With that, I do a lot of deal structuring, introductions for real estate projects or technology projects, people that are looking to raise money for their company. Third business is NXT digital it's in the nft space we assist with artists getting into the nft space do partnerships help with the marketing and branding we've got a virtual art gallery that's going to be released in the next four weeks with aircoins.io and virtual and augmented reality which is great and then the fourth business is i'm super super passionate about coaching and mentoring so i've got the global coaching association which i founded with about 11 coaches and we're from phds in artificial intelligence to relationship and spiritual coaches so i Stay busy. Sure to subscribe, yeah, I'll bet share, you do. I'll bet you do. And well, and so, yeah, I'll bet you do. Well, and let me back up a little bit. In the pre-show, we were talking a little bit about how you were saying that if you're thinking about something that you really wish you could have keyed onto earlier, it would have been uh, building a team and getting help. So I think this is kind of going along the school of hard knocks theme. So tell us a little bit about some of your experiences have been and how you've manifested that out into the way that you've built your companies. Absolutely. And the you know, school of hard knocks, I was literally just talking with my business coach yesterday and he's like, Tom, you're just like smashing into the same wall over and over and over again. When are you going to look at the wall, identify it and go around the wall? And I'm a stubborn guy. I'm a, I'm a driven guy, but I'm stubborn. So I keep going, I keep going. And that's what, in my opinion, the school of hard knocks is, is when you're really just on a journey trying to figure it out for yeah. yourself and you're going through the struggles and the the overcoming that you need to so that you can progress. And as you mentioned, you know, reaching out for help, as we were talking about before the show, yeah, being like humble enough and being self-aware that I do not have the tools or the mindset needed for me to be able to progress at the rate that I want to progress mm-hmm. is extremely valuable. And it's been one of the greatest things that have been helped that have helped me succeed. And I think of somebody like Richard Branson, who is, you know, yeah. 150 companies, you know, he's incredible. His mindset is everything, right? So for me, reaching out is extremely important. And then building a team that can facilitate and see the dream and the vision of where you want to progress with that company, with that project, 
and relying on their strengths and to fill in with your weaknesses and collaborate instead of just trying to be a one-man show. Got it. Talk me through sort of how that's unfolded in your companies, because I think you know, a lot of you know, what you're doing has to do with either asset management or with coordinating people who are looking to raise capital with your capital partners, with either family offices, BC firms, et cetera. Feels like something like that could get overwhelming very quickly. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it can get overwhelming for sure. And, you know, there's two parts I want to touch on here is one is communication skills. And the first thing I'm going to hit on is, is overwhelm. But if you yeah. are able to like build systems and processes and have people that you can rely on, then it's not overwhelming. When you feel overwhelmed is when you're in a situation that you cannot control or you do not feel like yeah. you're in an adequate strength spot to handle the situation. So for myself, I always knew that I'm never going to be the smartest person in the room. That's not my goal. My goal is to know the smartest people that I can bring into the room. So anytime that I take on a project or a company, I know that it's not just on my shoulders because I can call, you know, Jack and I can call Carl and I can call Anthony yeah. and whoever it is to come and help out with that specific issue. Henry Ford is a great example. Mm -hmm. They were interviewing him and they asked him, like, how does this work in your engine? How does this work in the transmission? And he said, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know in the interview. And then they, they asked him, it's like, well, how can you own a car manufacturing business but not know these things? And he's like, it's not my job. I know the people that know those things. I have teams of people that know those things. So he put himself in a situation where his team and his environment, his culture, the people that surrounded him yeah. were the tools that he needed to build a very, very successful company and scale it from there. Again, he was humble enough to realize that he wasn't going to be the one man show. And there wasn't one other part to this that I wanted to cover, which was, what was the other thing? It was being overwhelmed. Oh, it was communication. Um, that that's was right. Communication. So they say, you know, when you're building teams of people, uh, you ask like, you know, how did I kind of, you know, get started with this? And I believe communication, you know, they say, what's the highest paid skill in the world? And CEOs, it's communication. They're able to delegate to teams, they're able to organize teams of people, they're able to build these relationships with high net worth individuals, family offices, venture capital firms, other companies, strategic partnerships. So really putting a high value on developing your relationship skills, your communication skills, in my opinion, it's probably going to be one of the most important skills that you have in your business if you want to scale. If you just want to be a two or three or four man team, communication skills is not a huge issue. Although I would say, even if you're just going to be a team of a few people, if your communication skills are poor, that will be a very high drama two to three person team. <laughs> that is very true. Very true. All right. So we're talking about kind of going through the process of sort of knocking your head against the wall and then and figuring out what to do. Now, what would you say was kind of was that turning point? I mean, I'm if I'm going to guess, I would because you were talking about where you were uh, counseling with your business coach. And so I, a lot of people I've talked with have said that it's really when they decided to get regular coaching. I don't know if that's the case for you. I don't want to lead the witness, but you know, what, what's been your experience as far as what really kind of created that turning point? Absolutely. It actually began coming out of out of high school, I was involved with some sales companies and I had like a sales leader and, you know, they were teaching me some sales skills. And I was like, man, I was doing this on my own for like three or four months, but having one meeting with them once a week helped me, you know, perform such a higher level. And then I also, you know, read a few books that totally like paradigm shift greatly yeah. changed my life. And I just would 
put the book down and stare at the wall and be like, wow, this is incredible. In the past, like two hours of reading, I feel like I've learned more than in like my whole, you know, grade 12 year. And that value, I wanted to like spark this hunger in me to like Mm -hmm. learn more. And I was like, I want to learn more from people that have done more than I have, whether that's through interactions with them of communication zoom calls in person or through reading about them you know reading about incredible entrepreneurs or business people why reinvent the wheel when other people have already invented the wheel and just build upon the wheel instead of recreate it yeah well and you know because i think i think it was tony robbins who said that you know when you read a book what you're basically doing is taking 10 years of somebody else's life and compressing it into about two to four hours Uh, You know, and so so then what that really says is that, okay, you know, now, of course, you want to make sure you read stuff that's meaningful. But if we make that as a null assumption, then that would mean that, you know, of course, you know, as you go out and consume more books, what you're doing is you're essentially getting, you know, being able to compress other people's experience, a lot of other people's experience, and then bring those into your life. This is, of course, assuming that you apply it. All right. Well, okay. So tell me a little bit about how kind of your progression of businesses really got going because four businesses is a lot. And so I'm assuming that you didn't start out, you know, saying, Hey, I think I want to have four independently running businesses. I'm curious to kind of know how it all built out. Yeah, absolutely. And to add on just quickly before I go into that, is with the business coaches. I mean, my business coach is, you know, 62 years old and the, the amount of years of business experience he has is yeah. just so tremendous compared to what I've built and, you know, how many businesses he's yeah. had and employees. So it's just, it's so worthwhile. And, you know, if you look at any kind of professional athlete, yeah. nutrition coach, performance coach, et cetera, et cetera. So why not apply the same principles to business and getting started my first yeah, I would say my first entrepreneurial businesses were, you know, like building sales teams for affiliate marketing companies, affiliate marketing businesses. I had a lot of different teams of people. That's really how I started in my communication skills, my leadership skills, my team building skills came from a lot of affiliate marketing. And then from there, I started a, a construction company for a short time. I was building mm-hmm. a construction company, built a lot of like project management and whatnot. And then from there, it was quite a transition. I was always investing and trading a very significant yeah. amount ever since I was in high school, actually, with my father. And then I really love the finance space because it's extremely scalable. You can have a small team of people and you can manage a large amount of money and then you can go from there. So co-founded Squadry Capital, got into the commodity and currency traded funds, built a team of about eight people there. And then I always look for businesses that are horizontally integrated opposed mm-hmm. to like, you know, you have your vertical business, business verticals within each opportunity, but then you have horizontally integrated other businesses. So Alteza Capital, I knew that a lot of those contacts that I was already putting the effort into building yeah. for Squadra Capital could be utilized in a different way. And I could service them in a better way so that they're also more attracted to Squadra Capital. So that's how that came up. Anytime that I see that I'm leaving money on the table, or the uh-huh. like, opportunity with a client or with a partnership where it's really obvious that, hey, if I had a solution for this person, I could have made 20 grand. If I had a solution for him, I could have made $100,000. It just drives me insane. So then I'm like, well, <laughs> I don't want to just leave that money. I'm either going to like send that person to my friend or a colleague or somebody so that they can make the money instead of leaving it on the table. And then I just think, well, I have the resources. I have you know, seven other people that I could talk to about starting this new business. Let me see 
if I can start the new business. So then I call those seven people, I get them together, I get them in a room, I cast the vision, I tell them how we're going to do it, I formulate a plan. And then I pitch them the idea out of the seven people, maybe three or four are like, Tom, you're crazy. And I love it. Let's try it. So then we try it. <laughs> right. And then we launch that business. And then we go for it. And we see how it does and see how it grows. And we explore new opportunities within that business. And then, yeah, it's, it's honestly just like a different series of events. Third year and then year and a half later started the other one. And then a year later started the NFT business. And then the coaching association is going to be launched in the next week here. So that's a new business. Yeah. Got it. Wow. That's quite a journey. And one of the things I was wondering, because like you'd mentioned that, you know, especially, you know, kind of building networking to say, you know, into people who either have capital, have access to capital, you know, that's an extremely valuable network. How did you go about doing that? Great question. <laughs> I, I get that question asked a lot, to be honest. And sometimes I'm just like astonished by the personal phone numbers that I have of some of my contacts. And some of these people will like, you know, if they're going to go to raise capital, they've got to go and speak with the administrator. And then they've got to talk with the consultant. Yeah. And then they've got to talk with the vice president. And then they yeah. talk to the CEO. And then they finally get a check where like, I can literally just call the CEO and just have a conversation with him. So it's yeah. like... A totally different relationship. But I would say like the way that I've done it is by being like, I, I like to say like a go-giver. Like I'm so focused uh -huh. on helping other people progress and so focused on helping other people achieve their goals. I get a phenomenal amount of referrals where yeah. they're like, hey, Tom, I really think you should connect with this guy. Hey, you know, this guy could be a potential avenue or exploration for this project. And that's because I'm always telling my contacts, hey, go talk to this person, go talk to that person, right? So it's been a great amount of referrals. And then mm -hmm. through the grapevine of different meetings and stuff, when you walk into a room, you can generally understand who are the people in there that have the influence, that have the power, that have the control. And then, you know, I gravitate towards those people. If I'm in a, at, you know, a friend's get together and there's 45 people there and I can read the body language and, you know, the room, and I realize that five people are in there are like, of great influence, then I want to get to know those people. Yeah. And I do it in a very nonchalant way. I do it step by step, build a relationship. I don't run up to them and try to harass them, of course. Right. But I just, yeah, act like I belong with them as a friend. And then it goes from there. Got it. That's excellent. It's outstanding. And try to add value to them, right? Like that's uh -huh. the thing with the connections is how can I help your business? How yeah. can I what can I bring you? Can I, can I do a research report for you? Can I bring, what, what can I do? I'll do it. Yeah. For you. I think that's a really powerful tool there because I mean, you know, like I'm sure you're just like me, which is where you know, anytime you open Facebook or Instagram messenger, you, you get all the people who are direct messaging you trying to pitch their social media management or, you know, guaranteed income crypto, uh, Forex system, yeah. you know, or I don't know, there's something there's, you know, I was arguing with some fellows the other day, or not really arguing, but like, you know, people don't do the thing where it's like, you know, they send you this like four paragraph pitch. And if you don't respond, they'll send a question mark. And, right. you know, and, <laughs> and then, sure, you know, and so, respond, so, you know so. <laughs> yeah, so then, yeah, then the guy says, that, says, I'm like, oh, is there a problem? And I'm like, I was like, I go, there's not a problem. It just feels like the other 100,000 pitches that I've seen. He's like, well, this isn't a pitch. I'm like, okay, I'm just telling you how it feels to me. If you feel like you're not pitching, fine. If that's what you have to do to make revenue for your business, fine. But yeah, <laughs> I'm just, it's just, I don't know, the taxonomy of how the market is. It's like people, they don't even try to do something valuable before they're asking you to sign up and give them money. And I'm like, come on. 
Yeah. You know? <laughs> totally. But, totally. Uh, and you're paid for the value that you provide, right? So exactly. Just like you said, when you provide no value, you're not going to get any money. And I yeah. think a lot of people forget that when you're trying to get money from people, they're actually real people, you know, like, right. like have a genuine conversation with them or tell them that you don't want to have a genuine conversation. I literally got a message yesterday that said, hey, Tom, I know you're a co-founder of Squadra Capital. I know you're a super busy guy. So let me get straight to the point. And then it was like, are you looking for a social media assistance, blah, 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 this kind of stuff. And I'm like, hey, man, I actually really appreciated that cold pitch. I'm currently not looking for this in my business, but, you know, best of luck, you know, and all the other guys I don't respond to because they're just like just random spam or whatever. At least this guy was honest and straight up and he didn't waste my time with like 15 messages. And then it was just some random BS anyways. Right. I will get you kindly. 5,000 organic followers, <laughs> guaranteed real people. Yeah, yeah, 10% per week on your money, guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> goodness gracious. All right, well, uh, well hey, I think we're, we're getting close to time. This has been a lot of fun. So what would be the kind of one to two last nuggets of wisdom that you want to leave for people? Yeah, for sure. One of my favorite points that I'm constantly reminding myself is because the destination is not guaranteed right? Like yeah. audacious goals. You've got great goals. Everybody has great goals. We want to pursue great things, but I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. I could die in a plane crash, yeah. knock on wood. None of it happens, but it's possible. I could work my ass off for my whole life and I never get towards my goals. So with that realization, I was never happy building my businesses or like pursuing my goals because yeah. I was never going to be happy until I reached my goals. And I've had like transformation coach who really, really helped me overcome this mindset and I've been working on it for the past five years, but it's been, you know, pursue worthwhile goals yeah. on the most enjoyable journey that you can find with the best company that you can have. Yeah. So if you want to reach 100 million, you want to reach 200 million, you want to be super fit, whatever your goals are, you want to be an Olympian, at least go on the journey that you're going to enjoy. Build a business that yeah. you enjoy and then bring people onto your team, companions, camaraderie partnerships of people that you actually enjoy so that it doesn't feel like work you'll end up working way more you'll have fun and you'll get to the end of your life and you'll be 60 70 years old be like man i didn't make 100 million i made 70 but i sure had a lot of fun and i worked with amazing people or you made 1.5 billion and you had so much fun at the same time so really focus on where you're going but like how are you going to get there and who are you going to be with while you're going there Got it. That's outstanding. That's awesome. Well, uh, let everybody know where they can reach out to you to learn more, you know, let us know which socials you're most active on. And, and yeah, if there's a website that people can connect with you at. Yeah. So you can connect with me. I'm the most active on LinkedIn. So just Tom Mays on LinkedIn. And then my website is just tommaze.com. So T-O-M-M-A-Z-E.com. And with that, I have my businesses listed on there. Anytime that I have a, a new business I'm working on or something to release, I just post it on there. So it's a nice central location. So thanks again, Doug, gotcha. so for having me on the yeah. you know the podcast. It's been an absolute right. blast. You have a great show. Yeah, outstanding. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. All right. Well, hey, Tom, you have a really great rest of your day. Thank you, sir. You too. Hey, thanks for watching to the end of the video. There's just a couple of things that I need from you right now. Number one is I need you to subscribe. If you're not already a subscriber to the channel, please hit the subscribe button and turn notifications on. That way you will know every time I publish new content. 
Number two, comment. Share your thoughts. I want to know what you did and didn't like. What should I make next? And number three, share this with your friends. Go on to Facebook or Instagram or LinkedIn, wherever you uh, you hang out socially, and then post a link to this video and let people know what you liked about it and make sure to tag me. And then what I would also like to do is I would like to offer you the most incredible free gift ever. And this is related to my business where I help other businesses reduce their contract related costs. If you are a decision maker at a business, then I want to talk with you to see about how we can address your contract costs and drive savings. If you know somebody who is a business decision maker, then I would like you to help me get in contact with them. And in exchange, I am going to give you a absolutely free vacation at one of 30 places across the United States with no obligation and no timeshare pitch. Uh, the value of this, again, depending on how much savings we achieve, can literally be between thousands and millions. So anyway, just hit the button below for the most incredible free gift ever. Make sure to subscribe, share, and comment, and watch the next video because I'll be at you with more.